Welcome to our latest episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. I am Jodie Walker and it is brilliant as always to have you with us again. Our guest this week is an author and a TV personality of Made in Chelsea and I'm a Celebrity Fame. Hello, my name is Georgia Toffley. Most people know me as Toff. I'm a TV personality, a bit of an Instagrammer, just a bit of a slasher to be honest. She is a self-confessed beauty addict who does not do things by halves. When I went away for the summer, I took two large suitcases full of all of my <gasps> beauty stuff. So to say that I am addicted and I'm a bit of a junkie might be a bit of an understatement. When it comes to hair care, she's all about putting in the groundwork for results. I am not a natural blonde, so I really do overprocess my hair and I feel really silly having left my hair for three months and it just looks horrific. And as always, there are tons of brilliant beauty tips along the way. If you're really struggling to get your fake tan off, which happens to me quite a lot, go and have a leg wax. Find Georgia's new book, Meet Me in Tahiti, in all good bookstores now. And her clothes range is online at sheen.co.uk. Hello and welcome, Georgia. How are you today? I'm well, darling. I'm thrilled to be with you. Well, no, I'm thrilled to have you on. No, thank you so much for joining us. And I'm very excited to listen to all of your best beauty advice, you know, out have loads and loads but before we jump into that I just wanted to ask about your beauty vibe kind of in general so what is your beauty cabinet like is it kind of spilling over with products are you quite good at keeping it streamlined what's your vibe oh I'm a total embarrassment I mean I honestly get embarrassed when people come over to the house my organization levels are normally off the scale I have label makers you name it I've got it however I moved out of my house last June and I haven't been able to find anywhere permanent. So I've been quite nomadic for the past five months. And it's the thing that I am missing most. And this doesn't mean to say that I've been traveling light. That's not something that is sort of akin to my personality. Um, when I went away for the summer, because as I didn't have a place in London, I thought it would be the perfect opportunity to travel. I took two large suitcases full of all of my <gasps> beauty stuff. So to say that I am addicted and I'm a bit of a junkie might be a bit of an understatement. Two suitcases. That is the absolute dream. You're my spirit animal. I know. And you should have said, darling, you would have been so impressed. Even my organisation levels overseas are still spectacular. Have you got your label maker? Did you take it with you? <laughs> of course, I took everything. And in fact, I was actually pleasantly surprised at how brilliant the storage was out there. And I'm going to try. I mean, I'm, the, I'm on the cusp of moving into my new house. Hopefully, fingers crossed, if God is willing, next week. And all I want are these amazing storage solutions that I can't seem to find in the UK for my beauty bits. Oh, so Muji have a few good ones, but yes, they are hard to find. They really, really are. And ones that can really bear the weight of my cosmetics and my skincare is a real belter. So Muji, is that the one? And we also have to talk about your new book, so Meet Me in Tahiti. So I imagine there was a lot of late nights with that one and writing. Did you have any kind of fail-safe beauty products that, you know, helped you through that period of, you know, late nights and little sleep, I imagine? Yeah, completely. I keep on saying this, but I think before I started writing, I never had dark circles. And then suddenly they arrived. And that's book three. So I remember when I was hammering out book three, I mean... 
it was really, really intense. So yeah, I would say it was my books, my writing that made me discover banana lowlighter. <laughs> I love that. Remedy for all panda eyes. Which one do you use? What's your kind of go-to? The Rodial one. Yeah. Is it the Rodial yeah, yeah. one? Oh, is yeah. it? Oh, I, have I been saying it wrong for years? Rodial. Maybe I have. Rodial. I call it Rodial. Darling, you're going to know, not me. So I think we'll go <laughs> with my Yorkshire accent often skews things, so <laughs> potentially not. Okay, but the road deal, yes. I mean, a brilliant one for any late nights, for sure. So let's go into your five pieces of advice then. And let's kick things off with makeup. We talked about makeup, but what is the best piece of makeup advice that you have ever been given or that you have to give? I think it would be that no matter how self-conscious you are feeling, and for me, that self-consciousness always came from acne, don't be too OTT with the foundation because there's only so much foundation and concealer can do. And when you overstep that line, you do just look like you've tried to put concrete on top of your face. So I think, yeah, just being holding a little bit back with the wall paint would be my big advice. That is a solid piece of advice. And I think that's the thing as well. Like I know when I have, you know, a breakout or something, the impulse is to pile it on to hide it rather than kind of treating it first. Yeah, I so agree with you. Or even being a bit more clever. You know, sometimes I don't use my foundation for a few weeks and I'll just use one concealer that is really high coverage, but I'll blend it out loads. And I actually think, I mean, I've been on a really long journey with my skin and perhaps this advice just, I wouldn't have taken it 10 years ago because I was just so mortally embarrassed by how bad my breakouts were. But now I think actually it's okay to own it. Everyone gets a spot occasionally. And I think if you're going down the more... I am trying to look as natural as possible. I remember I used to wear, I don't know whether you've ever tried it. So you know Estee Lauder Double Wear, there's a camouflage version, which makeup artists use for tattoos, basically to cover up tattoos. So you can imagine how thick it was. And it has a really useful function. I think it's a great product. But when I say you should use a pea size amount, it should be like a quarter of a pea. And I was using it so liberally all over my face. And I I actually think sometimes it's just completely counterproductive. And maybe one should try and come to terms with some of our differences before we start loading on the concrete. Yes, definitely. And like you say, just kind of embracing our skin. And if you want to use a little Mm. bit of coverage, but I'm also a big fan of doing that. Like I apply, rather than playing a foundation all over, I'll just kind of use like a concealer, probably a fair amount of concealer and just blend it out on the areas. I think it works really, really, really well. And particularly when you've got your beauty blender in the mix, I just think it gives a really nice finish. That is not to say that I am done with my foundation because Christ, I use it quite a lot. But yeah, just being a bit more clever with how I do my base. Okay, so what are you using like at the moment? Concealer and foundation, if you are using it, what are your kind of go-tos at the minute? I'm using the Shape Tape is it Tarte Cosmetics one? Yes, love. I think it's so good because I think it sits really well underneath my eyes, but also where most of my pigmentation and scarring is, is all around my cheeks and it just blends so well. And it's also one of the first concealers that I found that doesn't sit inside of my acne scarring because I've got quite deep pits up on my cheeks near my ears. So I'm really, really loving that. Foundation wise, I am using a Charlotte Tilbury airbrush one which I think gives the most amazing coverage, but you don't look caked in it, which I adore. And then, as I mentioned earlier, I am now obsessed with the Rodile Banana Lowlighter, and I have the peach one for when I'm a bit more tanned in the summer. I think it's a great product. Oh, there you go. What a trio. (laughs) You've got your trio down. Okay, I know we're supposed to move on to another piece of advice, but 
from someone who takes two suitcases on holiday, which is the absolute dream. I need to know a few more things that are in your makeup bag, just like right now. If you switch things up, you know, for winter, I I just feel like I need to know everything. I know. Do you know, one of the makeup brands that I discovered when I was away, I was traveling last year, it's called Catrice Cosmetics. Have you ever used them? No, I haven't. Oh my God, I'm going to have to send you some stuff. I just like, I'm obsessed. It's so cheap and so good. And I found them in a random pharmacy in Croatia. And I was like, what is this brand? And I bought quite a few bits because I just thought it's so reasonable. I mean, it is one of these brands. You can do a full face for 15 pounds. And I really, really trust their products. Like their foundation is insane. Their concealers are really good. Their mascaras are amazing. You know, I really am super impressed with them. So there's a lot of, a lot of Catrice Cosmetics. The one thing that I do invest in, I'm really thrilled that I did take the jump and do it is Revitalash. I know that it's spoken about a lot, but honestly, babe, my eyelashes, <laughs> I want to give myself a pat on the back. Like they are so long and so good. I'm using it at the minute. Babe, how good? It actually bloody it's works. It's so good. It does. It bloody works. And I think, you know, the amount of money that you'd save, I mean, I never really did this anyway, but the LVL lash lifts or, you know, anything like that, having extensions, you don't need any of that if you invest in this Revital Ash and use it once a day. I think it's a really, really, really good product. But yeah, so there are loads of different... I mean, are we still talking about makeup? So I can go on. I mean, I can go on and on. So maybe we'll move on to another <laughs> part in a second. But I just want to say with the Revital Ash, that how long did you use it before you saw results? Probably about a month. It really wasn't that long. Yeah, same. And do you apply it at night? Yeah, at night. And then I use the residue on my eyebrows and I really have seen a difference. Oh, I like Right, okay. So I don't do the double dip. I just do like one dip eyelash, one dip eyelash, and then I put the rest of my brows. I think it works. And I've heard my hairdresser was telling me last week that apparently their hair care range is really, really good as well, which I would so totally believe for hair regrowth. I'm being a bit tight. I don't want to take the plunge yet. I'm going to wait until I finish all my shampoo and conditioner and then I might go and buy and it can be a treat. (laughs) And then you're, yeah, stocking up. But yeah, I'm with you. Revitalash is a game changer. Okay, so let's talk about hair then. So what is your best piece of hair advice? Oh, God. Oh, I'm feeling in a really bad place with my hair at the moment, if I'm completely honest. So I think the best advice is like, it's not a waste of time. You actually looking after your hair, whether that's putting a mask on, whether it's making sure that you don't brush too aggressively, over dyeing, all these things. Because I had some extensions put in about three months ago because I really wanted some length. And I had them changed last week and I could almost cry when I looked in the mirror because I have this stupid thing in my mind that when you've got extensions, you shouldn't put too much oil in and I shouldn't be using my Olaplex and all these stupid things. And it has made such a difference because I am not a natural blonde. So I really do overprocess my hair and I feel really silly having left my hair for three months and it just looks horrific. So yeah, just keep up with the treatments and just giving your hair a bit of love because it really does show. But I'm with you on the bleach front. I mean, I put my hair through <laughs> everything. Bleach, my poor heat, hair. like the works. And yeah, yeah, like you say, kind of staying committed to those treatments, whether that's, you know, like Philip Kingsley elasticizer or like you I mentioned. I love the elasticizer. It is so poor good. thing. My elasticizer has just been sat there looking at me for three months, you know, and now it's saying, ha, 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 stupid you. Why haven't you used me? Because it does break off. This is the problem with our blonde hair. It's the breakage. The breakage is really quite savage. So that's what I regret. However, I am loving having long hair again because when I did the jungle, which is coming up to four years ago now, which wow, is mind blowing. Four years. I know it's crazy. It's gone so quickly. 
I had my crazy long hair down to my bottom and then I came out and I just wanted to have, and I was craving a beauty overhaul. And I was in one of my favorite nightclubs on the King's Road, which is such a cliche. And I went in the office with my best friend and I was just like, if we don't cut this bloody hair now, I'm never going to do it when I'm sober. So she cut my hair off with kitchen scissors in, in, in the office at the 151 Club. So anyway, I went the next morning, got it all cleaned up and I was thrilled with my short hair for three years. And then I just thought, I really want to have a bit of length again. So the long hair's back. I love that, Georgia, that you went for a drunk haircut to take the plunge. I just had to do it. And it was so liberating. And I loved my little short hair, but I just felt like it was time. Long hair's back and I'm really loving it. Oh, good. So we're just going to take a short aside and we will be right back with you after this. Okay, we are back with Georgia and we're going to talk about tanning. So self-tanning. So Georgia, what is your best piece of self-tan advice? (laughs) If you're really struggling to get your fake tan off, which happens to me quite a lot, go and have a leg wax. It takes all of it off and you don't have to do any scrubbing and you get rid of your fuzzy, fuzzy legs. Oh, that is a two in one, Georgia. I like it. How did you, well, did you just discover this? Like, I've only you discovered went, you it and you were recently. Like, what's happening? It's yeah. gone. I've never ever waxed my legs before until last month. I was just a shaver. And I went in and I, I looked down and half of my legs were sort of orange and half of them were beautifully pale and porcelain white. And I was like, I've never, ever been able to take off my fake tan so effectively. So I booked in to have a leg wax this afternoon because they're hairy and they need the fake tan to come off. There you go, an unexpected tanning hack that you just were not expecting (laughs) when you went in. I wish it was something more poignant. Yeah, that is it. And I really love fake tanning. It makes me feel so unbelievably confident. I hate sitting in the sun. Everyone used to joke when I was younger that I was a witch because I hated sunlight. And I used to always dread having a shower, only like getting in the bath. Yeah, it just, it really, it makes me feel so amazing. I've never quite mastered the art of tanning my face. So I'm always one shade on my face and the rest of my body is highly bronzed. But yeah, I really, really love it. So what do you use on your body and what are you using on your face at the moment? For as long as I can remember, I've been using the Bondi Sands Ultra Dark. I think it's a really good product and the smell doesn't make me gag and it works. I love it. And recently I've discovered my friend Vogue Williams. She's got an instant tan, which is really dark, which is amazing if you can't be bothered to do it and it just washes off, which I think is really, really good. I wouldn't mind you giving me three recommendations for my face because I haven't quite found one. Oh, I could talk about tan all day. I am a big tanner too. I love fake tanning. I don't get it when people don't like it. I'm like, how could you not like that? No, honestly, you just wake up and like... I just feel good. I just love I that look feeling. I look a dress size lighter as well. It's like trickery. I don't know what it is about the tan. It's just that, yeah, the feel good bronze on my face. So this is an investment, but I used it the night before my wedding. I've used it like consistently for so long and it's so, so good is the Sizzly Face Fake Tan. Oh my God, I'm making notes, darling. <laughs> Honestly, Georgia, it's like my mum uses it, my sister uses it, my brother uses it. I've got kind of everyone on it yeah. and it is expensive, but it lasts ages. It is like more skincare than tan and it's a subtle tan. So it's not kind of an intense tan. So, I mean, I love that one. I use that religiously. There's the kind of mist one, for the face from saint Pay, which is clear. Mm-hmm. That's a really gorgeous one. Tan looks drops that you can put yes, into. Yes, I've heard of those. Moisturizer is an amazing one. 
and the Amanda Harrington new one, which actually is What was the brush? Can you believe? Oh, is it a spray? I haven't used any of her stuff, which is crazy. I'm going to nip around and buy some now that you've said that. The only thing, I think that the reluctance for me for fake tanning my face is that when you have got quite severe scarring, as I've got, I have this irrational fear that it's going to go in and it's going to make them even more prominent, which I know won't happen. But I think that's why sometimes I just keep it really neutral on my face. But it just does give you such a lift if you've got a tan. And there's only so much you can do with like bronzer. You need to actually have a tan face, I think. And having a tan face, I also think makes like my makeup go on better. So I actually wear less makeup. Interesting. Because I've got that bit of bronze going on underneath. Oh, I love it. You've given me some really good tips. Thanks, darling. <laughs> I mean, like I went off on a tangent there, but I could talk tanning a lot, as you can probably tell. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to go on to your fourth piece of advice and let's talk about skincare then. What is your best piece of skincare advice? Double cleanse. It's not a myth. I mean, that I just didn't realise. Sometimes I just do it once if I'm a bit pissed after a night out. And the next morning I'm like, oh my God, there is still so much gunk all over my face. And I think if you're like me and you wear loads of makeup and you live in central London, you know, and I'm whacking on chemical sunscreen and physical sunscreen, all these things, they've got to come off. And I'm an ambassador for Dermalogica and they were like the pioneers of the double cleanse. They were really early on this. It's every time anyone asks me, you've just got to do it. And they've got this, I don't know whether you've ever used it. It's called the pre-cleanse oil. And it is my desert island product. I mean, this stuff, if you go, okay, Halloween is on the horizon. If you go out and you're dressed up as like some dead zombie or something and you've got blood, black stuff all over your face, in one fell swoop, this thing, I don't know what they put in it, but it just takes off everything. Like waterproof mascara, it just, you just rub it on. It smells like you're in a spa. Wash it off and you're done. Like you could just be done after that, but you've got to do the double. I think that stuff is amazing as well. And it is one of those that just melts everything from mascara to, you know, everything. And then what do you go with on top of that then? So that's your first port of call. What's the second? So I use the Breakout Clearing Foaming Wash, which is from the Clear Start range. And I love it because it's got loads of salicylic acid in it. And it's really good for just keeping on top of my breakouts because I'm in a really weird position where I'm sort of straddling the clear start, which is if someone doesn't know what clear start is with Dermalogica, it's targeted for younger, problematic skin. Doesn't mean to say that adults don't use it. You know, I'm 27 and I use it, but it is for breakouts. But half of me is clear start. Half of me is very much mainline because now... I have for some unknown reason, probably because I've been really diligent with my skincare for the past year, my spots are a lot better. So I can start thinking now about the scarring that's been left behind by my breakouts. And that's very much mainline Dermalogica. So yeah, so that's what I'm using at the moment to cleanse. And they are just banging products. (laughs) The, the, The thing about, I mean, you know, I am unapologetically a Dermalogica fan. Of course I am, but they do work. And you know, I'm really proud to work with them. Absolutely. All hail Dermalogica. Okay, brilliant. Let's go on to your fifth and final piece of advice. And let's talk about self-care. What is your best piece of self-care advice? Okay, so the big thing that I've been doing for the past year, and I really love it, I wake up in the morning and I just take five minutes to plan out my day. And it's sort of like intentions. And I think, God, I would really like this to happen today. And I'm going to be really relaxed, even though I've got to give a speech about something that I know nothing about. So that's really nice. And the other self-care thing that I've been doing for a really long time, which might be a load of rubbish, but it's the dry brushing before I get in the bath. I'm a real bath girl. Can't remember the last time I had a shower. And it's just my time when the bath is running. And I just love the fact that it does feel as though I'm getting my lymphatic drainage system moving and even if it's a placebo effect it really makes me feel good the other thing that I really love doing and you look like you're completely nuts is body tapping 
I use Katie Brindle's Hey You method with the body bamboo tapper. And if anyone's in my house and they hear it going on, it's like I'm doing some sort of Zulu tribal dance thing with this body tapper, which of course I'm not. You just, you feel electric afterwards and the vibrations that go through all your arms and your body. I think it's really cool. I've heard a lot about that actually. But you've got to try it. I've heard a lot recently about body tapping. I've never done it. So what do you have to do? So you tap all over your body. So quite firmly and and you're meant to start and you go towards your heart at the end and it's all to do with Chinese medicine it might be a total load of crap but I don't care I bought into it and it works for me I'm not very woo-woo but I'm a bit I'm I'm slightly woo-woo I'm not open to the woo-woo life you know I am very much open to the woo-woo life (laughs) yeah like I'm into it if it works like why wouldn't we do that but I think with regards to my best advice just like not be too hard on yourself if you don't do your skincare routine three days you know you're not going to die but I think you know just doing small things that make you feel better every day you know there is something in it a hundred percent and four pieces of amazing advice that you can kind of easily implement into your kind of day-to-day from journaling in the morning and setting those intentions to yeah a bath routine at night so yeah amazing advice So Georgia, we actually finished each episode with a lighthearted note and just asking about your biggest beauty blunder. So tell me, do you have a beauty blunder? What was it? I think my biggest beauty blunder will probably be early days of Made in Chelsea, where I just didn't know how to apply makeup in quite a nice way. And I remember watching it on the TV and my face just had no definition. It was just one beige slodge of foundation and I just thought, you actually aren't too bad in real life. But on the telly, I looked like, I don't know what, I looked like, like a potato. No, and you didn't. I, just made, I did. I remember watching it and I thought, Christ, I'm going to have to maybe put some bronzer on and maybe some highlighter or some blusher, something to make my face have a little bit of definition because it just didn't work. So that was that. But I got on it pretty quick. I hope that there haven't been too many beauty blunders. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Huge, huge thanks to Georgia for coming on. She is such a positive person to chat to and she had tons of great tips too. Just to say, if you have enjoyed this episode, please recommend Grazie Beauty Life Lessons to friends. Word of mouth and recommendations really are the best way for us to reach new audiences and we so, so appreciate it. Until next time, 